Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Hey, well, good morning, hello, and welcome to the Micropod. Uh, this is another day, another w- day of Worship Week, um, where we're focusing in on worship on the Micropod. Obviously, like I said, uh, pretty much every day this week, um, we're, we're not going to try and cover every single topic of worship, and, and we're certainly not saying you sh- your worship is uh, worship should just stop this week. We're, in fact, just focusing on it so that we all can... Um, can really have a great new, fresh revelation and fresh understanding of worship and have it at the front of our mind as we are in isolation and as we're living life in this new world that we find ourselves in. So today I've got Dean Usher again with me. Uh, Dean is our uh, he's our worship and creative pastor for all of Victoria here in Australia. Our team know and love him. So if you're at home, maybe give him a little double clap, a little welcome. Hey, Dino, you're back in the car, in the driveway, on the micropod again. That's right. Quietest place in all of Yarraville. It's great to be back. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Richie. Hey, um, uh, I actually really appreciated the conversation we had last time. If you didn't hear that, for anyone listening, um, it was it was uh, a timely reminder that there are silver linings in this season. Um, and again, for those of you who don't know, Dean uh, had an accident back in January. Really, uh, well, broke his neck. Essentially, you've been you have had it in a brace until just this week, right? Right, five five um, months on the first of January, I was um I was in a surfing accident and I fractured three vertebrae and it could have gone very much worse. But um, mm. praise God, I am healed and fully recovered. And I took the neck brace off. I, I think we should have um had a burning party to celebrate. <laughs> we should have. Pretty, it's pretty crazy um mm. what God has done and what God has taught me through this season. Mm. And so mm. I'm I'm really grateful. Yeah, I, I just um I, when you were talking about silver linings, it actually literally brought tears to my eyes because I remember visiting you in the hospital, and about how bad it was, and then I'm seeing you with the neck brace off now, and I'm like, this is, you know, God is so faithful in it all. Um, even even at the worst, there's still something, there's still grace to be found in it. Yeah, well, I think we were talking about silver linings, and this is maybe not exactly a worship topic, but maybe helpful for some people. The way we were running last year was such a pace, and um, mm. and I feel like if I didn't pause and reflect and meditate, I think other things might have broken, not just a few vertebrae, and yeah. you know, I think the fallout could have been much more catastrophic. So mm. be able to be learning and, and refocusing mm. in this season, I think we have this opportunity, every single one of us, because we're kind of in this pause moment, um, where it's ability for us to reflect and refocus and reprioritize what what we should in our life. Yeah, it's true. Um, and so the other day, in the mixtape came out for our team. Um, you guys who get that, you'll know what I'm talking about. Dean, you shared a, a, a really about the private pursuit, um, and I thought that was a great place to start with with regard to the topic of worship. So, do you want to just give a little snapshot of what you shared for those of you, who, uh, those people who didn't hear it? Yeah, for sure. I think for me, um, Rach and I were talking about what worships look like. We miss the corporate environment. Often for us as creative teams, and I know so many creative teams listen to this podcast, we often talk about the power of 
um, the corporate setting, you know, when we're unified in one place and there's passion, there's faith, what God can do in a room like that. We teach on that so often, and and I think right now God's teaching us, and we're kind of in the in the learning seat how to how to manage and craft a life of private pursuit is kind of what we're what we're learning in our lounge room. Rach, Rach, my wife says it's it's so deep and personal the worship, and we've got our kids there, and we're talking to them about what songs mean, and and there's moments in our lounge room where it's the tangible presence of God is there. But we're finding so many things about this. And I think I referenced John 4 in the message where it says, it's who you are and the way that you live that count before God. Your worship must engage your spirit in the pursuit of truth because that's the kind of people the Father is looking for. Those who are simply and honestly themselves before Him in their worship. Yeah. And I think you can't get any more honest in your lounge room or on your laptop with your housemates. Um, mm. There's no facades. You don't have to put on a show at church. Mm. There's no, there's no like leading others. You just have to craft this life of mm. of leading yourself. And so, I, I really think that the private pursuit it's it's where we seek God's face, not His hands or His blessing. We just want to know more of God, and and mm. that's what I believe God's doing in this moment. It's when mm. we prioritize who He is over what He's doing. We prioritize the person of God over the blessing of God, mm. and um, and it's a decision that private pursuit is personal. Um, it's the art of self-leading as opposed to on Sunday where we have these incredible worship leaders leading us. And so, yeah, it's so good, such an encouragement. I, I talked yesterday, um, and for everyone listening, you would have heard uh, Adam Dodson on the on the MicroPod, and we talked about how. I guess service is part of our worship. And so when we're not able to serve on a Sunday, um, it's, that's really tricky. But, but then bringing that, turning that around into um, the scripture in Hebrews talks about our everyday being part of um, our, our uh, offering to God. And, um, and I think that's really powerful. But one thing I wanted to chat with you about and to encourage you know all of us are with is is in that so so now we're at home we're in the everyday we're not gathering um how does how does song and how does even just verbalizing our praise fit into it and what is the, where's the power in that so good such a such a good conversation i think we've got to firstly remember and probably dodson smashed the theology of worship but worship's not just a song and so song's important i think Praise is more than a song. Praise is a confession of who God is. It's declaring who He is. Worship in general is declaring the worth of God above anything else. And I think um, I think what's cool is that in this season, there's so many things we could focus on. Like there's clouds about and there's sickness and there's, there's all kind of financial hardship. And we could put our attention and focus on that. But what praise and worship does, and we say it so often, it lifts our perspective above that. Mm. And that can be a confession thing. That could be a decision of the mind is to to praise God and to, to harness gratitude, the language mm. and the confession of gratitude. In mm. the everyday, what that looks like is in our conversations, me and Rach, in, in our marriage and with our children, is looking for those silver linings. There's plenty of hardships right now, but to look for the good of what God is doing, I think that is far greater than any of the hardships we're facing. And so that's the reality of what praise looks like outside of the song. And mm. I just think we need to make a decision to lift our eyes above those storm clouds we may be seeing around earth to the eternal God 
um, beyond the temporal to the eternal, lift our sight um, beyond the here and now to the everlasting, um, beyond the natural to a supernatural God who is working all things together for the good. And I believe that's where there's true power because that will shape our thinking and our theology, will shape yeah. our confession and our belief. And I, mm. I think that's why Christianity will have such a big part to play in this moment in history is because we're, we have hope, we have joy, mm. and we have mm. peace in the middle of the storm. Yeah. Um, having said all of that uh, about, um, you know, I guess how all of life is, is praise or can be praise or all of life can be a confession, there's this really special place that song does obviously play in the Christian journey um, throughout all of Scripture. The response, you know, God, God, they go into battle for God, you know, in a sense serving God, and then they win the battle and they sing, you know, or they go singing into battle. And, um, and so I reckon I just wanted to touch a little bit on, on that. You know, obviously I, I think we want to make sure that we're, our lives are worship. Um, but then there's this special moment when we go, no, no, I'm going to – well, it's almost sometimes not even um, something that we choose – like we, we think about. It just is a natural response of, of praise is, is song. Um, and I, I, I've seen that in your life throughout the, the seasons of ups and downs, you know, a trial, you're going through the hardest of times, and, and the result is you verbalize your – declaration of faith through a song can you talk to us a a bit about that for sure and i do think our god's a singing god and we respond to him with singing and i think that's Mm. one of the most beautiful things all of creation is singing i believe there's a song that we join with that is eternal Mm. when we sing we will maybe this side of heaven never understand the spiritual power of a song Um, but there is great spiritual power to a song and i think through seasons and times like this there's there's great power when you sing into the moment and the reality you're facing. And I think what you're referring to with songs, I, I decided to worship through some of our hardest seasons and some of our greatest challenges and, and to declare hope. And um, some of those songs were anchor. And then I wrote a song with a friend, Jonathan, that we thought would never have to sing, but we both walked mm. through crazy season called Everything Beautiful. And we needed that song. We, mm. we didn't necessarily write that song for our church to sing. We wrote mm. that for our confession about who God is and our theology and our life reality kind of coming into this beautiful tension um we needed something to confess that was eternal and that was beyond the present struggles and Mm. i think that's the beautiful thing about a song is you can Mm. you can remove yourself into a place where there is hope and there is peace and the greatest thing isn't the present reality the greatest thing becomes this eternal presence of god and peace and Mm. joy of of a heavenly father Mm, I love that. And I, I guess I've watched you and journeyed with you in some of those times. And even that song you referenced, I know Sweden, the Swedish team over there just recorded that and, and put it out. We might even try to, yeah, we might try and add that to, to the podcast, to the Micropod now, so that you guys who, are, who haven't heard it can uh, participate. Because that song, Everything Beautiful, I think it's, it's a... Um, a declaration for us all in this time that even though we might be going through this global pandemic, um, our lives can can kind of uh, culminate in a song that declares truth about the fact that God, through his um, kind of majesty, can make good out of even the worst of situations. He makes everything somehow fit together. 
Mm. It's what he's always been doing from the beginning of time. And I think for us, it's our song is a is a position of trust. Our surrender is a trust mm. in God's way and God's timing and His will. And when mm. we're not singing, we're not worshiping. We're trying to grab control of it, but no, we yeah. relinquish control and believe that what He says in His Word is true, and He holds mm. His promises, and that's got to be our confession. Yeah. So no matter where you are listening from today, I guess um, I join with Dean and I'd encourage you to um, take the everyday and turn it into worship. And if it's and if it's good, then then you know make it praise. And if it's bad, then make it praise. And um, find the silver lining. Find the find the grace of God in it. Allow your circumstance to be to be translated into a song because like dean said there's something really powerful and and i think really spiritual and god honoring when we when we don't just um think good thoughts towards god but when we actually say them and and a song will lift your spirit a song will put your eyes on on god and a song will take you forward in him so um yeah that'd be my encouragement today so, Dino, thanks so much for joining us, and um, I've loved it. The time's gone too quick, and if we can, we're going to put this, um, we'll put everything beautiful at the end now so you can enjoy this moment, and I would encourage you to engage in the moment, maybe sing it out, and if you're in, going through a tough time, then make this your prayer, um, that, a prayer of faith that God can make everything beautiful even where you are. So thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Dino. Thanks, Rich. Life from the dry bones, your restoring creation. Peace in the chaos, light in the darkness, shining like the sun. No one's like you, and no i